the curtain here uh this is our second episode in a couple days for the folks at home that is true um but we're our pipes are all lubed up we're yep. you know we're feeling smooth we're feeling ready hopefully um nothing really uh of import will happen within the next week i'm are you sort of worried that if we get a week ahead we're uh like something is going to happen and like I mean, you always seem you always seem to get upset with me when I make topical references. So I well, <laughs> so maybe it's for the best. But this there's way, always there's always Glee news coming out. You wouldn't expect there to be because the I know. show hasn't been on the air for years. But yeah, um, that's as true. As we discussed before, the show is cursed. Yes. So. so yeah, I mean, do we want to address that right now? Yeah. So Naya Rivera, uh, who plays Santana. Mm-hmm. Uh, has been brought up on domestic battery charges in West Virginia. So hmm. that's that's cool. Yeah. Um I mean it's, it's yeah, go for it. It's really not cool. Uh I was talking to a friend of the podcast about how um the show is cursed because Ryan Murphy built it on the burial burial ground of our hopes and dreams. <laughs> I was for gonna what say this show could be I was gonna say it's because Ryan Murphy made a deal with uh That's right. The, made a deal with the devil and mm-hmm. now he's the president, so you're welcome. Um Are you, oh so okay. For a second I was like, Ryan Murphy's not the president. You're saying no. <laughs> Trump is the devil. I gotcha. Yes. I um, gotcha. Yeah, I mean it's inevitable at this point that somebody involved with Glee is gonna come out with, or is gonna be outed in with a. Uh, sex scandal charges um, oh because oh, it's absolutely. happening everywhere well, I mean, so it has already happened because right with mark with sailing mark sailing but i'm saying there's going to be like some like sexual harassment oh sure. sexual like like there's going to be something that comes out with the fact that you know yeah somebody with the cast we'll find out that yeah. we'll find out that um i don't know like fucking are who's the guy who that plays Artie? What's I don't know. Name? I don't want to name names because I feel like that might be a little too prognostic. Like, yeah, I don't. don't I don't want to be. I don't want to be the. We person don't want to be the. Yeah, we don't <laughs> want to be the Notre Dames. Exactly. Horrible happenings. Uh, we yes. just want to stand by the side and watch them go down. Actually, I don't even want that to happen. I no, want these I people to live long, happy, healthy lives where they yes. don't beat each other up and that like nice. don't go to prison. God. You know, weirdly, Ugh. I wish that for everyone. Yeah, um, me too. Except, except for Trump, I do want him to go to prison for the things that he's done. Um, me too. anyway, and that's the we, liberal progressive this is movement, Maggie everybody. Glee. Yeah, that's Sam and Maggie. This is Sam and Maggie. Glee, Glee, if this, you didn't know that. And um, we just did a really long intro just now. Uh, it was three yes. minutes of rambling. Um, but I'm Maggie, and that's my brother Sam, and we're watching Glee. We're actually to the end of season one now. Uh, we were watching Glee. Yes. It was on TV originally. Uh, yep. But we never finished the show, so we decided to go back and rewatch it to see yes. how we feel about that rewatching. Because while we were watching the show on TV, we liked it, but also hated it. And we have similar feelings now. Would you say yes. that is true, Sam? Yes, very much so. Because, um, I mean, obviously, the name of our show is 
that we mm-hmm. hate Glee. But the mm-hmm. truth of the matter is, there have been a lot of episodes this season that I liked in spite of yeah. myself. So, yeah. Well, that's I mean, really that's really what it is, though, right? Because like the campy performances and the over the top, uh, like, uh, individual acting performances really. I mean, they hit the sweet spot, right? Yeah. Like, and the oh, colors sure. are so bright, and it's just like, ha, 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 so many jokes. Oh, that was a weird reference. I don't understand that, but ha, ha, another joke. I'm laughing. This is yeah. great. Yeah, I mean, also, the problem is that we were both, like, this is formative for us, which is mm-hmm. sad to yeah. say, but it really well, is, so. Well, I mean, it was on TV during a time where we were, you know, really... Yeah learning how to be uh, human adults. Right. Which you know? uh, it explains a lot as to how that progression has failed, for me at least, because oh, sure. I, <laughs> I, I, uh, I have been learning over the past couple months uh-huh. here that um, I don't know how to be an adult for realsies. Oh, um, yikes. But I'm working towards it. I bought a couch recently. Um, yeah, that, that was, is a big That was step. big. But anyway, um, let's talk about this episode because we need to jump into it because I'm excited to be done with season one. So, yeah, it's the end of season one. The episode is titled Journey to Regionals. Yes. And uh, what were the uh, overnights, Sam? Yeah, so it originally aired on June 8th, 2010, uh, so right up in the summer there, and it had 11.07 million viewers, which is up from last week, which had 9.02 million viewers, um, because it was an episode that had a lot of, quote, black music, um, Mm. or at least that was my guess. Um, Yeah, that was your guess, which was interesting. (laughs) But it's still... still pretty low in comparison to some of the other episodes of the season so we had kind of just like a mm-hmm. steady decline okay and don't you think that written, though what yeah. and that like what? last week's episode wasn't popular because it was called funk and like predominantly i'm guessing the advertising but, had mercedes singing yeah and like yeah but also like um yeah i don't know I, it's not like you know the title of the episode it's not like the title is really all true. that i guess that's true I don't know. But I guess like the songs would be in the ads or in the what's coming up coming up on Glee or whatever. Um That's how that's how the uh the coming ups would that's how they were phrased, right? I have the same guy who did the recaps. I think I cannot remember. Yes, but I have no clue. So anyway, I I wish we we were able to watch those. Tell me more about this episode. It was written and directed by Brad Falchuk, the the a third of the tributive the the triumvirate maybe um (laughs) the menage a trois okay yeah (laughs) there we go (laughs) that is uh ryan murphy ian brennan and brad falchuk yeah Uh, he he hasn't written too many episodes this season um but he is well i'm ian and um and ryan do the heavy written, lifting. Have yeah. written more. Um, I'm pretty sure anyway. But okay, yeah. Okay, so, so um, here's the thing. Yeah. Um, is that this episode is bland. Um, <laughs> yeah, for being a finale, this episode does not really have a lot of stuff in it, to be quite no, honest. <laughs> no, it doesn't. And the performances overall are... 
Oh yeah, when, when I had to pick the <laughs> best number of the episode, I had I like went through my notes and I was like, what even happened? Like, what did they even sing yeah. in this episode? So yeah, let's so, let's jump so in. So oh, there is that to consider. Yes, I want to put that out there first. But okay. critics received oh, sure, sure. it rather positively. Yeah, um, the Entertainment Weekly called it just about perfect, which okay. like <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, uh, Wall Street Journal um, like like liked it as well. Uh, sure. Here. It's been a long premiere season of ups and downs, and this last show is a warm embrace that, let's face it, you just don't want to let go. All right. Hmm. Well, I mean, you do have to remember. The AV Club it, gave it, it an A minus. Oh, cool. Um, it being a bland episode meant that it didn't do something horrendously offensive either. Yeah. So I, I have in my notes multiple times. Hmm. Inoffensive. <laughs> uh, so the recap starts out with a snarky yep. line from our recap man. Um, cause the, cause the recap, as we've said before, is voiced by a non character. Yeah. Um, who well, is, you know, what kind if, of snark, meta and snarky. Ma- Maggie, what if we find out at the end that he was, he was us Will the time? all along? Oh, he was Will all along. <laughs> um, but young it's sort Will. of like a oh, okay, young so it's sort of like a How I Met Your Mother situation, but backwards, where <laughs> yes, where he's pretending he's, to know what his future is going to be. Bob Saget, but opposite. <laughs> I got it. No, um, he's like he's like kind of snarky, but no, he's really he's been us the whole time. Yes, um, that's the, yeah, he's the big reveal. The fun thing about these recaps, and the the other thing is like so they're all. They've all got a lot of fun jokes, and they make mm-hmm. fun of Glee, which is I mean, the great. Sh- the recap itself is more punchy, campy, and funny than some scenes in the show. Yes, which is not great. Like, no. really, that's <laughs> <laughs> well. And the biggest the biggest problem I have is that if you watch multiple episodes in a row on Netflix, it skips the recap. It skips the recap. That it's sucks. Ridiculous. The recap's, the, the recap's great. Yeah, exactly. Um, and the the line that it starts off with is. I don't know anyone who would miss an episode of Glee, but if you did, here's here here it is. Basically, <laughs> um. yes, um, yeah, because well, I mean, it is the finale, so and yeah, and all these, I mean, the gays were watching. It's, exactly, it's happening. Um, uh, yeah, the main. No, oh, go for it. What 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 gets covered in the recap? We hear about uh, Quinn's pregnancy and her parents. Yep, and uh, Rachel's uh, relationship Rachel with Jesse, Jesse Saint yep. Barry, and their falling out. Yep, and that's all I had. <laughs> yeah, that's about it. And uh, we also hear about if uh, they'll le- they lose regionals, the club is over. Right. Yep. Yeah, which we're about to hear again anyway. Like, why the so, fuck is it in the recap? We're about to hear it in the show. Stupid. Yeah. Uh, coming up, coming up at the beginning of the show, uh, we see Will in the McKinley hallway. He's walking down the hallway, surrounded by children, and Sue is. Walking the other well, direction, I think. He he's putting up a poster to like say like come support ah, Glee Club ah, at regionals. Yes. Yeah. And then Sue approaches um and announces that she's a judge at regionals. Um, I was about to say who would go to like a show choir competition for but fun and I'm then pretty I sure was we like, did. Oh, oh no, I have done that. Yeah. So <laughs> I mean, so. for fun, but also we did know people that were in the show choir, yeah. so like, I, I, we it kind of counts. In our, which, the choir at uh, our high school was named Gold Rush. Yep. 
and they had a um, like a JV choir because so many people wanted to be in it. They had a JV choir called Twenty Four Carat. Yeah, so interestingly, cool. interestingly, that was even before Glee. When did High School yeah. Musical come out? When I I'm trying I was High trying School to Musical that. came out in like 2006. Okay, so that's probably that's probably part of but the High push School there, Musical but. isn't about show choir. That's it's true. About, it's about bebop. It's players about love, Maggie, and science ladies. <laughs> And musicals. So. It's it's about love and it's about the human sort condition. Of. A little bit, yeah. I mean, watch the movie; it's true. <laughs> well, to be fair, isn't all art kind of about the human condition? I guess. <laughs> isn't that what makes it art? Any anyway. Um, well, but what is art? <laughs> not okay. Glee. To be fair, this... Glee is about the human condition, and it's not art, so it can't be one of those like exclusive <laughs> things. Oh, so anyway, we find yeah. out that Sue is a regionals judge because she says a snarky thing to Will passing by. And yep. then we flash. Will seems to be sort of filled with rage. And then we flash to Figgins' office. Yes. Uh, which I have decided to combine the three characters' names that we see in here most often. Wigan, uh, 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 Figgins, Will, and Sue into yes. Wigoo. That's uh, that's cuter that's, than I thought it was going to be. I was expecting spelled, some Frankensteinian monster. No, it's spelled W I G G U E. <laughs> Wiggoo. <laughs> uh, and they're fighting, obviously, because that's what they do in Figgins' office. Uh, Will's upset about how Sue is a judge at regionals. And it's like, she cheated already. Like, how can she yeah. be allowed to be a judge? And it's like, well, she's a local celebrity, whatever. Well, yeah. So, so to be fair, that was my immediate question too, to give mm-hmm. Will some credit is that why does Sue get to be a judge at this? Yeah. She when she exposed, blatantly cheated, which then she, he calls her out on that. And she mm-hmm. says, I have no memory of that. And I was like, hey, yeah. neither does the show, apparently. Cause... That's right. Well, why? <laughs> except the show does. It's like the show's angry at itself. Yeah, exactly. Like, why did we do that? <laughs> do you think Do you think this is Brad Falchuk being like, why did you give me this problem? <laughs> yeah, I think, I think there actually are a couple instances of that in this episode of Bra- uh-huh. Brad Falchuk being like, you fucking... Ryan Murphy and Ian Brennan <laughs> fucked this show up. We had such a great idea when we came in, and they just fucked it right to hell. So now I have to come in and fix all your bullshit. I have, I have to pick all, uh, pick up all the pieces. <laughs> Brad, the finisher. Here I am. Going to close the deal. Yeah. Um, um, and yeah. we find Go out for- that the condition for Glee Club uh, to stay a thing, um, Figgins says it verbatim win or place at regionals i thought yeah. it was win i didn't i mean yeah, is this I think, new i don't know the issue is that this is such a contrived shitty thing yes. anyway that i don't like it's well, so Sam, stupid they have to win regionals to get the prize money to save the rec center so <laughs> and also to <laughs> afford all of those kittens that are trapped in trees um and and to pay for um the that one glee club members cancer treatment you know yeah arties arties legs arties leg leg cancer uh, robot thing no um, arties leg cancer that's why he can't walk um that's right uh, anyway uh yeah so whatever we're sick of this obviously <laughs> it's it's said so many times it's like they keep okay it's almost like this show is written for people who uh, either have severe memory problems or 
don't speak English because they say <laughs> the, they they Maggie. say the like reasoning for what they're doing every single moment they get the chance. Maggie, the issue is they 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 suffer from the same thing that a lot of like broadcast TV does, which is mm-hmm. that they don't know if you've seen any episodes That's before. That's true. They Ugh. they have to assume that you haven't. So T- like broadcast TV needs to die. It's it is poison <laughs> to storytelling. Anyway, um, that's that first scene. Uh, then we get the title card, um, and then we cut to a what what we find out is a flashback. But we a have flashback. a makeout. We have a makeout scene that is literally the same style as the mm-hmm. other two makeout scenes from this season, and yeah. I love it. No, it's the same style as the makeout scenes we will see for the rest of the show maybe because there's definitely like a Britannia scene that I can remember where they are in this position as well. Well, I mean, to be fair, Brittany did put Kurt in this position when they were making out. Um, yeah, but I guess. We, yeah. So it's, it, we even, it, it's intentionally mirroring the original first makeout scene between um, Finn and Quinn mm-hmm. when Quinn turns Finn down. Um, but this time it's Puck and Quinn. And we even, we even uh, zoom down from the like picture of Jesus or like the Virgin Mary. I don't remember. Yeah. Um, I guess like, but- I mean, these writers just really love to put teens making out um, horizontally. That is the yeah. thing that is, we've seen a lot because we saw it between uh, Quinn and Finn. We saw yep. it between Puck and Rachel. Sure. Uh, oh, you're right. Yeah. Rachel and Jesse. Yep. Uh, uh, Kurt and Brittany. Kurt and Brittany. Uh, I feel like now there's Puck and Quinn. I don't, there's probably more, but I guess, I guess to be fair, the optimal way for showing making out Mm -hmm. would be horizontally because I guess, because it wouldn't work. Like these, these kissing moments never seem very passionate. They always seem sort of detached. (laughs) Well, I mean, we also, so we had Quinn and Finn where Quinn was intentionally like at that point, was she pregnant? Like, did she know? She didn't know she was pregnant, but like, had she already slept with Puck? So like, maybe that was part of it. And then Kurt is gay. So that was part of that one. Um, Well, no, when they're, when they're making out in the hot tub, they are sitting up. They're they're not lying down in the hot tub. They would drown. That's that's true. But there's another scene where they're on a couch. They're on like like a chaise lounge or something. Yeah, underneath a picture of Jesus. Yeah. Um, I don't know. And that's a fair point. Um, but I don't know. I think they are. It's it's either like callbacks or lazy writing. And either way, yeah. like, eh. <laughs> well, I I guess it's like a visual vocabulary. But like I said, like none of these kissing scenes seem very passionate at all. Like they they all seem uh, kind of awkward. Well, maybe that's more realistic. These are all I high guess. school kids that it's don't true. really know what they're doing supposedly so um i I mean it's just weird because they are they are all definitely like mid 20 year old people (laughs) that just goes to show how good of actors they are or how bad at kissing they are it i feel like it is the more moral route to make these high schoolers seem less sexy yeah Um, (laughs) yeah you could maggie if it was too sexy it couldn't be on tv this show on fox didn't it so like yes yeah (laughs) there's no way um Anyway, to cut to the scene, uh, Puck is getting Quinn pregnant. Not not in the act, but he's going they're, to get Quinn pregnant. Yeah, they're they're um talking about what they're about to do because Quinn is like, oh no, uh, I you know, 
I'm maybe in the celibacy club. Yeah, like, maybe we shouldn't have sex or whatever. And Puck is like, hey, I, I want to. And then Quinn is like, but Finn. And Puck's like, I, wa- I want to. So, um, well, oh, and I have a I have a new couple name for them. Do you want to hear yeah, it? Sure. It's Cuck with that's a Q. That's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's actually, yeah, that's, that is really good. Um, it's really good because it, it works on multiple levels. <laughs> yeah you have to when you have to explain it and say that it works on multiple levels that is a good sign um yeah cuck, well okay so finn is being cuckolded yes but with a thank Q. you <laughs> <laughs> um so cuck uh inter- so puck um is getting quinn to drink and also like has the line for birth yeah, control about trust me which is good call yeah, back to last fight- episode yeah we already know that quinn was drunk on wine coolers yes uh because Puck coerced her into sex, basically. Yeah. Yeah. This is actually kind of gross, huh? Well, okay. I, I don't... I didn't get too much of the coercion vibe as much yeah. as... Because Puck makes a really weirdly philosophical argument about how life isn't... Like, life isn't a race. And yeah. everyone... Like, everyone just dies. It was a very foam... Or, uh, well, that's... Uh, that's not the first time we'll hear like a speech about like entropy and um, right. <laughs> like <laughs> nihil like optimistic nihilistic thought. Uh, yeah. That's <laughs> it's oh. not the first. It's not the last speech we'll hear about that this episode. Um, the no. scene ends with uh, Puck telling Quinn, "This isn't just another hookup for me." And then Quinn seems to be convinced, and she's like, "Say it again." And Puck says, "You're not fat." And then they bone, <laughs> I guess. Then we cut from flashback I, yes. to present. Yep. Quinn is standing in front of a mirror of a window that yes. is being hit with rain, and then it turns out that it's in Will's apartment. Yeah. She's in Will's kitchen. Wait, what? I'm just kidding. <laughs> what? <laughs> that, was, that was my first reaction. Was no inappropriate, not good. <laughs> oh yeah, bad, okay. This bad. yeah, this is sort of weird, right? Because yeah. it's just it's like the the twelve children. In Will's apartment with no other supervision or teachers yeah, or it's, parents. Which, okay, I mean, yeah, I think it would be fine if it was at, like, a restaurant or if it yeah. was at, like, but somewhere it is that you're supposed to go. definitely in Will's apartment. It definitely is. So, yeah, Glee is having an, an off-campus pizza party. Um, yes, it is the regional set list nomination party, the first annual. Yes, uh, regional set list nomination party. What a yeah, name! I know, right? Um, it. So we. So the Quinn walks back. They're all in like the living room or something. Um, everyone looks really unhappy and depressed. It's because they found out Sue's going to be a judge. So also, maybe because they're uncomfortable about being in Will's apartment. Yeah, I don't know. that's sort of the vibe it gets. It gets for me. Well, maybe I mean, it's because then, I would be very uncomfortable. Yeah, the the only issue with that is they all start crying, so they obviously feel comfortable enough that like. <laughs> wait a second. Wait, maybe not. I just remember. Yeah, you can cry because you're uncomfortable. That is yeah, a thing that you, you can, can do. You can do so. that. You can't. You don't. You don't have to feel safe to cry. <laughs> um, um, yeah, yeah, they don't. So, they don't eat any pizza. It's but very the sad. Cry- the crying is not convincing. No. Uh, <laughs> well, okay. So Tina is the first one to cry. Yeah, uh, our, she talks our about usual, how much. Yeah. Yeah, as per usual, uh, 
She talks about how Glee Club has meant a lot to her, how she actually has like 14 Facebook friends instead of two. The yeah. two were her parents. Parents. And uh, it's it's awkward. Like, it's not very well acted. The crying is not convincing. It just <laughs> seems sort of like stunted and painful. I'm pretty sure there are no tears, just kind of an upset face. And um, yeah. we find out that, yes, Sue is going to sabotage them for sure because she told the Cheerios oh, at yeah. Cheerios practice. <laughs> yep. No, I, I believe the exact quote is she said, I'm going to crush Glee Club. Yes. <laughs> um, Which yeah. I, and- we can only assume that uh, Brittany and Santana and I guess Kurt told the rest of the club this information. Yeah. Uh, Rachel... Um, also cries and it's also not convincing (laughs) rachel like leah michelle makes such a strange choice whenever rachel cries where she (laughs) makes her face like so twisted up so um not good to look at (laughs) (laughs) well i was gonna say um do you think so these are these are some of our usual our usual suspects for crying Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um yes have they ever had convincing crying because tina cries like every other episode and i don't think i've ever actually felt that bad about it thankfully the camera doesn't stay on tina crying for too long because it's played off as a joke oh right Uh, yeah (laughs) uh, when rachel cries it's not supposed to be a joke we're supposed to feel something but it is i really only feel like slight revulsion Sure. Okay, that that's a little harsh. Um, I don't that's, get that I know as it's much, mean. but I know it's mean. But it's really like it's more that I feel uncomfortable about. Right. Yeah. Because Rachel doesn't cry for herself; she cries for other people. Yeah. That Do you know is, what I'm saying? That's like, true. Yeah. She really. She, she's. She, well, she's making an act of it, like Rachel yeah, would she, do in any of other course. case. She yeah, cries so. loudly. <laughs> um so will doesn't cry specifically oh yeah yeah so rachel so rachel is like instead of nominating songs mr shu can we just all go around and talk about what we've loved about glee it's um a very dramatic thing to say yeah i mean that's the thing yeah so they're they're all talking the reason this comes up is because they're all talking about how after Glee Club is over, none of them are going to be friends anymore because the popular people won't recognize the unpopular people or whatever. Um, Rachel has that little line about that. And then Will is like, oh, it took everything I had not to cry in like a voiceover that cuts into Emma's office. Yes, it's um, Emma. And uh, Will is looking for guidance from Emma because she's a she's competent a- woman who has uh, told him the right things to do multiple times, even though he refuses to listen most no, Maggie- of the time. Maggie, the reason he's looking for guidance is because she's a guidance counselor. Yes. So anyway, that's why. Emma does some competent uh, guidance counseling. Yep. There you go. She tells Will to uh, think about the kids and to uh, like tr- like do their best anyway. Like don't yeah. uh, write this off as a loss just yet. You know, normal well, and, stuff. And yeah. then. Well, she also uh, before before we get to what you're about to say because I know what yes. it is. Um, she does. She reminds Will of the time when he was going to quit 
um, mm-hmm. to become an accountant. Yeah. And she showed him the video of him performing. And he says, she asked him what made that so special to him. And he says that it was just because it, he felt so good about what he was doing. Yeah. And so she's like, that's better than winning or losing. And I was like, is it? But like, fair enough. Know, Counseled. Per- good. Like a performance is a rush. Yeah. You know? Oh, it's true. And, yeah. Uh. Like, the fact that they get to go to regionals and perform is a win in itself, in a way, you know? Yeah. I mean, they did win sectionals, so... They did. That is, yeah. But anyway, um, let's let's talk about the the better, better development in this scene. Um, so, the rest of this scene, I'm not sure how it comes up, but Emma talks about... Oh, because Will says something about... He says Will's he misses like, her. He yeah, says, he I like miss half you. comes on to her by like talking about how much he misses her. Like he's like, "Wow, you're so smart and uh, funny and cool." And Emma is like, uh, "So I'm seeing my dentist. His name is Carl. Yep. I would appreciate if you stop doing this. We 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 had our moment and it's over. That's basically what she says. Yep. And then Will um, inappropriately asks if they would they've had sex he doesn't say it outright but he definitely implies that and emma is like oh no it's okay and it's like it's not okay he no no he doesn't get to ask you that that's a shitty thing he just did well Um, not only that he he asks that and he also just starts acting shittier like he gets very withdrawn and very like a little more aggressive and i'm like okay fuck you it's yeah he's a (laughs) he's a shitty man that's (laughs) who he is he's will schuster and uh emma actually does say no we haven't yeah done that yet and it's like dude you don't need to tell him this part of your life like yeah i didn't like that um because it kind of implied to me that emma still has feelings for will and that she thinks that like like and then it also is giving will that like hope or something that like he'll be the one to take her V card or whatever. Like it's gross. It's just um, it's it's uncomfortable because yeah. like as the viewer, even if I was rooting for Will and Emma, yeah. which I'm not, this is an un- inappropriate thing to ask someone. Right. It's not it's not cool. Um, especially when you were like just coming on to someone to be like, oh, are you having sex with this other person you're dating? Like it's like, no, don't do that. No, That's, don't. Okay, yeah. um, don't do that, Will. That's bad. The sound Next design... Scene. Oh, wait, no. Can we talk about the sound design in that scene real quick? Sure, let's. Um, I just really like it because I feel like in this episode, there's a lot of really well done, um, like, ambient sound design. Because sure, and, in, like, re- yeah. really well done, like, silences and stuff. I get what yeah. you're saying. Because in, ep- in this specific scene, um, Will is talking about thanking Emma for helping him figure out that, like, winning isn't everything or whatever. Um, and there's, like, this soft, like really sweet love loving piano music and mm-hmm. then right up like and it goes right up to when will says um right when will finishes saying i miss you and then it stops and then i was like i'm seeing someone nice. and i was like it's it's really well done i don't know and like it'll i'll bring it up again in some other scenes too but like i just i, I wanted to say it because like it's just gotta, spot on it's spot you gotta on love emotional episode. manipulation through sound it's yes. great I'm, yeah thank god make me feel something glee uh and then we get to the next scene it's will yes. he's driving in his poor man's car uh, yeah and he's swapping he's like turning to different uh stations on the radio and then he hears don't stop believing 
by Journey on the radio. Uh, he gets too emotional to drive, pulls <laughs> to the side of the road to cry. I mean, I will give him credit. At least he's responsible enough to pull to the side of the road so yes. he can cry. Um, <laughs> then, Next. Yep. Uh, Finn accosts Rachel. Uh, he tells Rachel. It's in the hallway, of course, as we Acost normally are. Is, is a strong word. They're, well, <laughs> they're on the stairs, and Finn goes up to Rachel. Um, well, he tells, her, he tells her that she should have been stronger because she's a leader yes. of the Glee Club. Well, and so he, she shouldn't like, have... You're, you're a leader, Rachel. He says that. And he's like, you shouldn't have bailed at... He, yeah, the words that he uses are bailed at yeah. uh, Shu's apartment. And it's like, right. did she leave? Like, no, we I think we didn't see that. Uh, did I she think bailed was... metaphorically, I guess. Yeah. yeah, I think it was that they... She... Instead of doing the thing that Glee needed to do, which was set list picking, I guess, Mm -hmm. um, she was like, let's just talk about our feelings. And Finn Finn knows that feelings are poison and not good. So that's, Um, yeah. Um, Yeah. Then they kiss. Yeah. Rachel kisses Finn. And and then I have a note. Her hair looks good. So there you go. Oh, that's Uh, nice. (laughs) that's That's the end of the scene. Uh, and their height difference is uh, made up by Rachel yeah. being like a couple stairs up so that she has to bend down to kiss Finn. Yeah. it. So it let's be real. I hate this pairing. I hate. No, I hate it too. It's everything uh, about it. So it's the heteronormative breeders uh, who are just insufferable. insufferable. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, let's well, move. Okay, okay. Why are they? Why? Like they're so universally hated, I feel. Like who's into who's into it? Maggie, like that's the thing. We like Rachel. It's Finn. Finn is poison. Rachel. (laughs) And we don't understand. Rachel is better than Finn. Rachel is better than Finn. Rachel deserves better than Finn. So that's why it makes us all angry. I mean, Rachel's too good for any man. (laughs) That's probably true too. Um Yeah, so then we cut to shoe writing as always, on the whiteboard, in what, all what caps, does he, write? he writes journey and underlines see, it. See, you know what I, th- you know what I think he should have written? Entropy. <laughs> you know, you know what I think he should have written? Cliche. <laughs> so he, he follows up this little, um, this little writing on the white, whiteboard with a cliched speech about oh mortality, God. death, yes. and the importance of the quote-unquote journey um yeah i i I wrote shu gives a speech about death memories or something question mark like what is happening something something about like he there is a line where he's like life has one true beginning and one true end the rest is just middle and then we get a flash of the rest of the club like nodding and it's like what that was garbage well um not uh just a little uh preview of something later in the episode one of the other characters actually in this episode um expresses one of the reasons i think she was a bad teacher mm-hmm. and it's because he talks in like trite platitudes all he the does. time all, all he uses he doesn't teach he just spouts off like common sense wisdom which is not <laughs> right or good like <laughs> no that's that is his thing is like these long drawn out speeches that are him saying basically nothing uh (laughs) which are so oh my god uh anyway the nub and gist of this uh word salad is that they're doing a journey medley 
at yes uh, at regionals because the importance of the journey is oh my god a I, thing you know what it is and like what? I. I, I blamed Ryan Murphy for it, but I think it might actually be Brad Falchuk's fault. There's a dad there who wants his dad rock to have a resurgence. It's and true. It's, it's, I think it might be Brad Falchuk. I don't think it's Ryan Murphy at the end of the day. I think I it's don't know if, Brad I don't Falchuk. know if Brad Falchuk has children, but he definitely, Acts like has, it. He definitely <laughs> has dad rock taste. Uh, and... Yeah, I guess this is a reference back to when they did Don't Stop Believing during the pilot. Right. But, yep. I mean, I'd had enough of hearing Glee do that song the <laughs> the moment they open their mouths while they're wearing those red t-shirts. <laughs> I'm done. I'm over it. Um, yeah. Then some we other, get... Oh, what's, what? Some notes about the scene. Um, the camera work yes. with this speech is so shitty. Like, it it's shaking. And I was like, is the camera person crying? <laughs> like at how beautiful his speech is like what the fuck well, is happening so brad falchuk wrote and directed some of the earlier episodes in the oh, season oh okay with the really yeah, shitty camera have, work yeah okay. where we have some of that roller coaster uh <laughs> jostling camera work stuff uh so okay. maybe this is uh research just a callback Thanks. Th- I don't think it's a callback. I don't think it's that intentional. Uh, the next, uh, the next scene is an establishing sequence at regionals. We see yes. Will entering um, the lobby of a theater. Uh, there's like a a nice uh, macro shot of a ticket taker, and uh, then the camera sort of circles 360 around Will as he like you know gazes at the lights i guess yeah he and he has a moment it's dumb and then he walks into the house uh of the theater to all the seats and you have to wonder is he late because as will walks in they are announcing who the judges are at regionals yes and who are they sam um so stop me if you heard this one before but it's josh mm-hmm. groban olivia newton john Rod Remington and Sue. So it's celebrities. And it's, weirdly enough, two of the celebrities that have already been guest stars on Glee as themselves. Well, this is, I think, uh, this is sort of like a way to close out the season? Question mark? If you remember, Josh Groban was in the episode with the... um, Acafellas. The Acafellas. God, that was like so long ago. So long ago. That was so long ago. Also, why was Josh Groban in that episode? Why? <laughs> well, well, and the fun part with that is that like um there there are multiple times in this episode where people talk about that time that Will was going to quit, but there have yeah. been like four or five times that Will was going to quit and that was one of them and nobody yeah. seems to remember that he was going to quit to be in his own like weird to like adult boy band. Like <laughs> Uh, so here's here's my thing is um i get that it's a television show and that it's fun to have guests and stuff like that yeah um but the idea that josh groban would just be at this place in ohio is preposterous same with olivia newton john yeah i mean maybe Maybe Josh Groban has taken Will's mom as his lover, and so he's there sometimes. Mm, that's why he's there. <laughs> well, Groban and also, pop, so. also Olivia Newton John had a thing with Sue, but mm-hmm. apparently they're on the outs now. So no, they're, I don't they're, know why they're she's, fighting. Yeah, uh, and uh, 
I, I do want to mention that when Sue is introduced as a judge, she is called an iconoclast uh, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> of Ohio. And uh, they talk about a book that is about to come out written by Sue called yep. I'm a Winner and You're Fat. <laughs> I mean, to cool. be fair, that's a really good book title. <laughs> I, I laughed pretty hard the first time I saw that because I think that's a – like, if anything, Sue's – presence on the show allows them to make some jokes that aren't really like that are pretty easy i think but um some some really juicy low-hanging fruit that is mildly offensive at times um right much more offensive at other times but for the most part able to you're able to brush it off because it's over so fast exactly it's just like it's like a shot at the doctor's office yeah so oral intensity um goes first they're the random group that we don't care about because they perform off screen we only hear a snippet of uh their performance through speakers as we see the new directions backstage yes oral intensity is performing a josh groban olivia newton john mashup which is smart like let's be real they they played their cards correctly because yeah new direction is upset because yeah. they're uh they're like oh somebody leaked who the judges were or something and it's like uh you knew who a judge was gonna be a week before this too like you yeah, could have exactly. done uh, a sue mashup a sue medley? madonna uh, maybe she loves madonna. madonna madonna or maybe just uh do uh song renditions of a sue speech yeah and <laughs> kind anyway of yeah, the, the the fun part is there's an intercom that's playing oral intensity over, and Rachel is trying to turn it off, but she's too short. So she's, Cute. like, getting on her tiptoes to try to do it, and then Will comes in and turns it off for her, which is... Eh, but, like, it's a very cute scene of her trying to, like, reach up to oh, turn it off. Rachel's um, adorable. Um, but, yeah. And she, she is a leader. She is the yeah. leader. And they're, the they're in costume. New directions, yeah. Yeah. They're wearing gold dresses, the girls. Uh, it, they're, like, an empire waist sort of thing so that yeah. Quinn can wear the same dress and be enormously pregnant at the same time. Uh, we should mention we found out earlier in the episode that she's, like, a month away from her due date. Yeah, she she has some line about how she can carry plates because she's a month out from her due date or something. Which so. this um their like nomination party must have been like a week or two before regionals, right? Right. Yeah, that's what I would guess. So we're at least like still so hopefully like a week or two out in theory. But, but we're getting there and she's this is her first pregnancy, so who knows? She could yeah. be giving birth she any could, day. She could pop at any second. Um That's true. Uh, the girls are also wearing bumpets. Yes. <laughs> I, I was gonna mention they they all have like the nice little bump in their hair. If you um, um I mean I feel like all of our listeners are gonna know what a bumpet is. Uh, Maggie, we're talking about Glee. Of course they do. <laughs> of course they know what bumpets are. Uh um, if, for yeah. a little bit of background, they were a um like a scene on TV product uh, in the I'm uh, like late 2000s like late 2000s sure yeah probably uh that it's like a sort of a comb dome thing that you just shove <laughs> inside yeah. of teased hair yep. it's an it's an interesting invention uh it, it Will essentially comes back yeah to- gives you that nice bump in the back anyway 
The boys yeah. are wearing black and gold ties. Will yes. comes backstage, as you said, and gives another shitty pep talk. Uh, yep. This one's about feeling your performance or something. <laughs> well, it was, it was, um, I, I don't know, uh, he does a shitty, if winning was the goal, then we should just go home speech. Yeah. Um, which every, I mean, to be fair, everyone who's been in a club that performs and like does like competitions for performances yeah. has gotten that speech we, before. Yeah, we so have, we have, like we together have gotten that speech Yes. Uh, in our marching band, for sure. Uh, yeah. Even um, though, if for our director, it definitely was about winning. Yeah, so. exactly. Um, but uh, there is, I, I put a note, that there's an obligatory um, Finn's dancing joke, because there's a mention that uh, uh, they have a secret weapon, and it's Finn's dancing. Finn's dancing! My, <laughs> my question, why is it always Finn's dancing that's the joke? Why couldn't it be like Artie's dancing? <laughs> Oof! <laughs> Shit, that's too real. That's why. And uh, th- like we've seen Finn dance competently now, so I don't yeah. know if this joke really passes um, my smell test so much anymore. So we flash to uh, we're back in the lobby of the uh, theater for some yep. reason. Rachel and Finn are standing at the house doors, uh, mm-hmm. seemingly getting ready to go out, and. Rachel's like break a leg and Finn says I love you and then they they do the damn thing they enter into the house do it they're doing the down the aisle gag okay Rachel did this at sectionals it's overdone you don't get to do it again it's done now don't do this again it's unnecessary and guess what guess what Sam they do it again this is not the last time they're going to do it Ah. ugh But yeah, I'm so die. they sing. They they start with uh, "Faithfully," um, which is uh, before a we journey get song. into a description of their performance. Sam, answer me this: Last week they proved that they were able to do funk, yeah, which is something vocal adrenaline can't do, right? So why are they why are they not doing funk, Be- Maggie? Because the whole reason. They they needed to prove that they could do funk to vocal adrenaline. They don't have to prove uh-huh. it to anyone else. It's it's evident in their lack of soullessness <laughs> in their they're, performances. They're, they're still funky even when yeah. they're not doing they, funk. No, no. They no. they are they are funky but in like the bad way. <laughs> mm, smelly. Yeah, exactly. Um no, I I mean they, that's a good point, but Maggie, it's it goes along with the same thing of like They've proven that they can do all sorts of things up to this so point. So then, why do yet, they, why do they, they do don't this? do any of them? They do this yeah, instead. This, like I, like we said at the beginning of this episode, it's bland as hell. It's so yeah. bland. The dancing it's, is bland. The vocals are bland. Yeah, I, Maggie, I'm telling you, Brad is just a dad who loves Journey, and so. He was like, we have to put Journey in. It's going to be a callback to the first episode, guys. I got this. Don't worry. And then they did a Journey medley, and everybody's like, oh, that's right. Journey's music is so banal. Like, Journey's music is like bubblegum. That's not even like pop bubblegum, but like like bland, tasteless bubblegum that you just chew on. It's so inoffensive now in, in, uh, like, the past 2010. It's so inoffensive that you would hear any journey song in like a fucking elevator. Like exactly. it might be, it might've been like cool and 
rock and roll at the time, but now it's just so No, nothing. I mean, here's the thing. Like, I don't think it was even that cool back, back then. then. I think there were other groups that were edgier and more cool. Sure. Like, I think Journey like was... Queen. Yeah, exactly. Journey <laughs> was like the, like, every... It was like the everyman's rock and roll in the sense that, mm. like, like it was... Yeah, it, it wasn't too. Like, it wasn't too hair bandy. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, like too they weren't hardcore. They weren't. They weren't super gay, like all of the like ragey hair bands, and they weren't mm-hmm. like super like death metally. They were like the nice, even like they, they're like a nice like even keel white bread. Yeah, like white version bread. of Milk rock toast. and roll. Yeah, which Milk like, toast rock and roll, which says a lot when I think about in my past, how much Journey I've listened to and the people <laughs> I knew that introduced me to Journey and were yes. big fans of Journey. So, yes. yeah. But yeah, I mean, I think it's just like, if you, it, it was like, it's like nowadays, if you're like, oh, I really like rap. And somebody's like, oh yeah, which artist do you like? And you're like, Macklemore. And it's like, <laughs> well, that's not, that's not really <laughs> rap though. That's just, that's just energetic talking. Exactly. So I think that for me, Journey is the Macklemore of rock and sure. roll All in right. the 70s. Okay. Mark, maybe 80s. That was, that was a stressed metaphor, but <laughs> let's keep going. Uh, okay. So they sing Faithfully first. Rachel and Finn are doing a duet. They walk down the aisle staring at each other lovingly. I don't care about their this yeah. breeding ritual that they're doing. It's <laughs> honestly... Uh, disgusting, and um, I have a note here. Finn and Rachel Duet is competent but insufferable. <laughs> yes. Yep, yes. pretty much. Um, yeah, Finn, like, so they get up to the stage, and then everyone else joins in. They're on stage already. Um, Finn just oh, looks so Brad, pained the Brad, whole time. Brad, the piano player, is playing a bright red baby grand yeah. piano. Ugh. Um, yeah, Finn just looks so pained he does. this entire performance. And Rachel belts a lot were my two notes for this song mm-hmm. because Rachel can belt, so she does. And Finn looks like he is in a lot of pain because that's probably true. Um, <laughs> they go right from faithfully into loving, touching, squeezing. Slash uh, any way you want it. It's a, it's a mashup. It. It's a mashup. Yeah. Because they couldn't just do three Journey songs. They had to do four. And well, yeah. Rachel and Finn are still soloing for some reason. It's, well, I mean, so why? Rachel, ugh. Rachel and Finn are the leads for the beginning of Any Way You Want It slash Love and Touch and Squeezing. But Mercedes and Puck do uh, take over a little bit into it. Um, Mercedes yeah. does get some and then Puck takes over for Finn um, well, about halfway it's, through. It's really just Mercedes like doing like the black girl belt right which yeah not which great. is yeah it's annoying because that's Amber Riley yeah. is a fantastic singer deserves more than just like one a fucking word i'm yeah. over it yeah um i i did have a note that uh finn has a seizure on stage but mm-hmm. honestly that probably would have been better than what actually happens which is like a weird like kind of like shitty. i mean they make fun of finn's dancing but there's a reason it's because yeah it's finn's bad. dancing is awful um and then uh it's bad the, again even though last week he did well he good because yeah. inconsistency <laughs> is just the thing that's on this show all the time no maggie, all the time maggie finny d is a great dancer 
Elf, Finn, however, Finn. is not great. <laughs> oh my god, I would, oh, I would love if this show actually pursued like the idea that a character could have an alter ego. Oh, oh well, my god, I would love maybe, that. Maybe because Finny D is drug free, he can dance mm, really good. Oh. But Finn, on the other hand, Sam. Mm, no. You anyway, sad. Uh, we see Qu- we get a flash of Quinn's mom. Uh, oh yeah, in the audience. In the audience. Yep. I, I have here that the choreography is fine. Like, yeah, it, it's coordinated. That's nice. Um, it looks more. <laughs> <laughs> it looks more show choiry than normal. Um, but also, they also it, it, they're not they're not being thrown around. None of it's very hard choreography. No, like it's, it's easy enough that Sam and I could do it. <laughs> yeah well <laughs> it's, I did, it's a couple step ball changes and some spins you know i i did make a note that they do the carlton dance from the fresh prince of bel-air <laughs> they do. So. that part's so fun uh that i do so. like that part uh, mostly because we get a flash of britney doing it looking yes so enthusiastic <laughs> well yeah that's the thing um some of the people who are on the show are like actual real performers actual like, dancers and Britney is one of them, and watching Britney perform is a delight. Yeah, all the watching time. Britney perform is great because she, even though she, we never get like a direct camera shot of her, or if we do, it is extremely rare. Um, she's always, you know, full show face. Yes, looking and so her dancing is so good. Like it uh, is. Yeah, they close out the medley with "Don't Stop Believing." Um, Surprise! Yeah. Guess guess who uh, skipped over this one? You. It's, it's your girl, Maggie. <laughs> I okay. I couldn't. I couldn't. Fair enough. I, I, I do want to point out before they start singing it, they all turn around like they, yes. they have their backs to the audience and have shit eating grins on their faces. <laughs> like they're like, oh, here it comes. <laughs> Maggie, I here feel comes like the song you've all been waiting for. I mean, to be fair, I can understand that. I've I've been in that position before. What do you mean? Like where like you know something like when we did not to get this is probably gonna get cut so be real but like when we did marching band like my senior year we did that jazz jazz quotes yeah. number for the first time kind of yes um but i was a drum major and <laughs> we had the part where uh, like yeah okay so if you, if you, if our listeners don't know what a drum major is um it is the person who stands in front of the band uh and directs yeah. And it's yeah. it's not a director, but a but a student who is you know waving their arms around and things. There are we had three of them in our marching band who were all on platforms. What, what side were you on, Sam? What was um, your I was stage on, left? I was on stage right. I think stage if right. it, if you're from the audience's perspective. Um, all right. But yeah, so we had a moment in the show where like we the three drum majors would turn mm-hmm. around and like we'd all start clapping oh, like yes i remember that part yeah and like i think we our also director would al- our director would always be like bigger bigger yeah i think we also danced a little bit too you did. but like so that was it is like i i can understand that being like oh they're going to eat this oh, shit here up. it comes like... the audience is going to love this <laughs> um 
But anyway, yeah. No, so that's sweet. Uh, so I'm, gla- I'm glad you have a you have a nice performance memory that you can really associate this with. Anyway, yeah, don't stop so, believing is fine. Who sing? Who sings? Um, the solo, yeah. So Sam? yeah. So um, Finn starts with the lead. It sounds auto tuned. I was upset. Um, and then uh, Puck and really Santana take the, over. We haven't really gotten into auto tuning yet. Yeah. Yeah, but, but uh, Puck and will. Santana take over, which was awesome. They do. Like well, yeah, it's and because then because they can't. Like, they can't do the song over again with Rachel and Finn. Right, because then it wouldn't sell, because it's exactly the same thing. Um, they need but, a different single for iTunes. Exactly. Um, Rachel and Artie take over after Puck and Santana, um, so we at least get some Artie in there. Um, we see Will in the wings again, which yeah. I am done with that already. I know you hate it's, you hate that. <laughs> It's so bad. I every time I'm just like fuck off. Like stop. I want to see the performance. I don't want to see Will's reaction to the performance. Yeah. It's like the shitty it's like a shitty YouTube video where it's like, "Oh, see <laughs> Will's reaction to his kids perform." <laughs> I'm like, "No, thank you. I would like to watch the actual performance." Um, At least in some of those uh like YouTube reactions, like the the video is paused so that you don't right. miss any of it. <laughs> uh um, but yeah, the I also want I the other note I have the audience is clapping along from like the very beginning. Yes, yeah. <laughs> well, which it's all I get that it's TV land, but in uh like RL this would be a mess because the tempo <laughs> would get fucked. Yeah, up. I was gonna say this would get this is a nightmare <laughs> waiting like oh god because yeah people. Every everyone who's in who's been in some kind of music performance knows that a large group of people cannot you, keep no, time. You nope. do not want them to clap for you while you're singing. Don't. <laughs> nope. Yep. Um, but anyway, um, there's uh, so there's one reach out in the middle of the song when they sing the long like night, mm-hmm. like they they all reach up to like reach out yep. to the top corner um, with the kind of like. With the big oh. arm sweep, yep, yep, and then, um, then there's a key change, which is led by Mercedes, um, and then they do another reach out at the very end <laughs> because gotta, one was enough. You gotta hit them with two, um, and then Ooh, yeah, you, gotta, you yeah. gotta give them a second taste, another spoonful. Um, then the the then it's over. Yes, the number yeah. is over. Yep. It is finished. And then we move on to um, – so everyone is coming out there. It's backstage. Everyone's coming off. Um, they're all really excited about their chances. Uh, there's a lot about Rachel's, like, oh, we're going to win. Um, and then Quinn's mom uh, talks to Quinn. Um, yeah, we see we see Quinn's mom. Uh, she comes up to Quinn. She calls her Quinny. Uh, she yep. talks about how she left um, Quinn's dad. Well, she kicked him out, yeah. and he was having an affair with a tattooed freak. Anyway, she welcomes Quinn back into her home, and she's like, oh, we could turn this one room into a nursery. Yeah. Um, and before Quinn can say anything, her water breaks, and we go to commercial. Yeah, well, so it's it, it's played up for a little bit of tension, where um, yeah. Quinn's mom is saying all this stuff. She's talking about how she kicked her, her dad out. She's talking about how she... Um, she was well she wants Quinn to come home and Quinn's face doesn't really change for most of this. Like it's very like deadpan and it's not like happy or anything. She looks like emotionless. Well, um, it's I feel like it's kind of like she's in shock. I yeah, mean, exactly. She, just, she's she hasn't seen her mom in a while. Going, and she hasn't yeah. seen her mom in a while. Anyway, uh But then her water she's like, My water breaks. My or my water broke or something. And then yeah, it cuts. And to the show breaks to commercial. Yep. 
Yep. Uh, and next, we open on Vocal Adrenaline. Uh, yes. They're wearing pink button downs, suspenders, yep. and saddle shoes. The girls are wearing black and pink dresses. Yep. And Jay Groff is singing lead, and they're singing Bohemian Rhapsody by Queen. Yes. Yeah. Um, I would and- watch a biopic where Jonathan, where, where Jonathan Groff from 2010 plays Freddie Mercury. I would watch the fuck out of that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, so I watched the first time I watched the scene, I forgot what happens. So sure. we see, so for this thing, like this is probably out of this season, maybe one of the best, like, like cinematography things that they do because well, well okay mostly because so we see we have the vocal adrenaline performance I, and interspersed so, with the vocal yeah, the, adrenaline performance the artistic choice they decide to make is <laughs> having these two scenes happen simultaneously where we see vocal vocal adrenaline's regionals performance and quinn giving birth yes uh, which i don't know if it's a good choice to make it's definitely bold um yes well that's the thing i don't think it's i i think it could it, it might be a little tasteless but like <laughs> holy shit is it entertaining like I, oh god I, mean, I don't know if i like it <laughs> that's fair i mean i i think i don't know i enjoyed it because it's just so the the whole point is this show is absurd and the idea yeah. that you would do this is absurd but like <laughs> the idea that they would make this artistic choice is absurd yes um Ugh. yeah so uh vocal adrenaline's performance um it has some really cool like ballet shit happening yeah they have um, some great choreography there's like lifts and throws and like yeah. all this shit it, it's there really only seems to be like it's just Jesse singing, yes, uh, yeah, for most it, of it. It seems there's a part where he's where he plays piano, uh, yep. and uh, he, I mean, he's in top form. You know, he's Jonathan Groff as Jesse St. James singing Freddie Mercury. Yep, it's good. Oh yeah, yeah. and there, there's, I do have a note. There seems to there's like no sign of the thirty something female lead during the number. Where is she? It's true. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I think she only had one speaking episode. So no, Sam. She comes back at the end of the ep. Oh, she's there. Not even at the end. She's like later uh, at regionals. She's there. She's just not in this number. It's weird. Okay. Uh, Yeah. uh, Things to note about Quinn's birthing scene uh, because there's not a lot of dialogue. It's just you know Quinn screaming and shit. Uh, Yeah. She wants Mercedes with her uh, while she's giving birth. Yep. Uh, it is fun to note that uh, she, Mercedes is wearing the bumpet. Yes. <laughs> well, yeah. Through this they're scene. All, yeah. Because uh, so essentially all of the Glee Club went with Quinn yes. to the hospital. Um, and they're all still in their, out, like their outfits that they were wearing for regionals. Yep. Um, and Puck is also there uh, while yep. Quinn is giving birth. And hmm, let's see. Oh, um, Emily Rossum yeah. look-alike during the uh... yeah. Is that the actress from Grey's Anatomy? Uh, no. She's, oh no. Okay. Uh, she plays Christine in the Phantom of the Opera movie. I don't. Hmm. She's in. She's in Skins. Okay, I'm not sure who. I don't like, know. I just noted that one of the nurses 
it looks oh, like no, the woman from about, Grey's Anatomy. I was talking about the vocal adrenaline. Um, talking about Emily Rossum. She's uh, she's. I was talking about a like one of the vocal adrenaline performer, oh, performers. Oh, okay. Kind of looks yeah. like her, Christine okay. from Phantom of the Opera movie. Okay, fair enough. I she's like I, the main she's like the main girl instead of the thirty something lead. It's like the thirty something lead like got a cold or something during <laughs> during the performance. Well, during re- like RL rehearsals for this oh, number okay. and couldn't perform or something. It's weird. Sure. Anyway, um, yeah. uh, there's a guitar solo during yep. um, the uh, Bohemian Rhapsody number, and it is over Quinn's screams of pain. We get shots of, um, like, sweeping shots over the audience as they hold up glow sticks. Glow sticks. With... Where? What? Again. No, it, the, like... Okay, vocal adrenaline gave those out for sure. Yeah, you, okay, for You enough. know that, like, the like the freshman members of vocal adrenaline had, like, buckets of glow sticks that they had to pass <laughs> out in the audience before the number. You know that happened. Yeah, fair enough. Um, and yeah. uh, I was watching with subtitles, so we get a sweeping shot of the audience holding these glow sticks with, um, like, in brackets at the bottom, Quinn screams. Yes. Yeah, um, it is it it is more fun with subtitles, I think, it because it's it's trying to cut between the two. Um, I I had some notes. Uh, <laughs> there's some syncing in the song, so there's the like mama in the song gets uh, synced with Quinn's mommy as she's screaming. Yeah, um, as she's screaming with like up in pain, and because her mom yeah. is there, you. There's uh, there's also Let Me Go is synced. No, that um, is the worst part. That is especially. why the scene doesn't work. Is because there's a part where while they're singing Let Him Go in the in the song, yeah. um, Quinn is screaming, Let Me Go, which it's like, what? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Um also I think they use the exact same quip from Clint every time like i don't think they had new ones yeah. i think they, they just they reused. didn't do a second take they're just like oh, diana that's fine <laughs> um they also do the no 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 or no 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 which is i feel like that's more, more realistic. realistic yeah exactly um <laughs> screaming no as you give birth yeah exactly i mean i would probably be screaming scene, a lot of no's if i was giving birth ends, um with like okay the vocal adrenaline performance i really like it um, yeah well, it's there really is... good. Jesse is, uh, you know, sensational. Obviously, right. we see yeah. see we see a shot of Rachel in the audience who she must have stuck around at the theater instead of going to the hospital so she that did. she could yeah. so that she could stare Jesse down as Probably. he uh, yeah. performed. There's a there's a cool shot where it's like sort of from below Jesse as the camera sort of um tilts up to see him. Um, oh, okay. As, as like. I don't know. It's it's really good. Um, well, you, and, I, like I was all the bring up all another, the dancers uh, are just like really feeling this performance. I don't sure. know. Yeah, they uh, got their show faces on. They got they their finally, show faces on. They finally learned. Yeah. And well, we're told that vocal adrenaline doesn't have any heart, but it seems like these kids are enthusiastic at least. Yeah. Um, my note. I, I had a note about so for their performance. There's a shot from above. Mm-hmm. Um, right, right when supposedly oh. Quinn is giving birth, that mirrors oh, this part. Giving yes, birth. where Jesse is like birthed yeah. through the through the <laughs> through canal the... of hands. Yeah, 
but it's from above, so like the audience couldn't see that. Like, no. oh if my only god, there was like a mirror. If only there was like a tilted mirror, you know, above like how them? they have in oh like springtime for Hitler. Yes, <laughs> like so that you can see the <laughs> the swastika that they formed. The swastika That's formation. Awful. Um, it's oh. not awful. It's just a thing that ha- that happens during that number. <laughs> but um. It's- yeah, uh, there's a yeah. part where Jesse is like standing in, like in a mass of vocal adrenaline performers, and they've all have their like hands reaching towards him, and he like yep. sort of emerges. Out well, and of it's it's very mass. like it's very vaginal, like the shape and like everything. <laughs> They're all wearing pink. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like that's why they did this entire thing was so that they could do that specific. Like <laughs> the choreographer was just like, oh fuck, I know. exactly exactly what i'm gonna do <laughs> um but Oof. yeah uh yeah so the um the results of it um uh we do see at the very end of the scene uh quinn is presented with the baby that the she baby. just birthed um, and uh, yeah. she's wrapped in a pink blanket and quinn is uh very happy to seemingly not be giving birth anymore <laughs> <laughs> like most people, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> next scene. <laughs> we we cut to commercial. The next scene yep. is uh, Shelby and Rachel. Yeah. Uh, Rachel is manipulating or trying to m- manipulate um, Shelby. Yes. Uh, she basically is like, your performance was good, but you know, Jesse is uh, heartless. <laughs> well, you, you know, you know that Jesse is literally your only talent, and he's leaving. <laughs> so, and he's leaving. So, vocal adrenaline is gonna going suck. down. Come teach at McKinley. You can be co-directors with Mister Shoe. And Shelby is like, Nah, man, I gotta get out of the game. <laughs> yeah, I gotta get out while she's ahead. She says she wants um a like I didn't I kind of a notation but she yeah. wants a real life she wants yeah, a garden she wants yeah yeah she wants to get out of show choir so that she can have a real life she talks yeah. about wanting a house and a dog and it's like you can have those things and still <laughs> Not be a show maggie, choir director maggie don't um, understand she can't have those things because she puts all of herself into show choir um i guess she but also it's like where is she living if she doesn't have a house <laughs> She also she also says that she wants a family, which I yeah. put a note of like wink wink like yeah, a uh, uh, wink everybody. <laughs> this is um, the show with a shit eating grin on its face. Yeah, and then Rachel does say that Quinn popped um popped the baby out. Um, talks talks about her beautiful baby girl. Shelby yeah. is seemingly intrigued. Next, yes. the judges meeting. We see yes. uh, Sue coming in and basically you know doing her you know sue verbal attacking yeah taking over the taking control of the room she takes the power stance of she yelling calls, at everyone inside of it she cho- she calls josh groban horsey yeah um, <laughs> and she uh she also yells at olivia newton john right at the very beginning being like we're beefing uh, yep and uh I think she says something to Rod. I don't know. I wasn't paying all that much attention. I think uh, talking Rod, about how she yeah. she has a very uh, strong idea of who is going to be third. Yes. Uh, and then we get some stuff for the other judges. Apparently, yes. Rod Remington. Well, Rod Remington is favoring vocal adrenaline, and apparently, he fucked Freddie Mercury. That's that's mark? the note I wrote down. <laughs> Because no, it's great because he talks about how he he like was friends with Freddie Mercury yes. when Queen was a big thing, and like back in that time, like labels weren't so important. Well, and I was he like, makes some sort of like 
well, he talks about how vocal adrenaline had him moving and a shaking. Yeah. Uh, and then makes some sort of like sexual innuendo around the word hard. Yes. It, uh, it, he was. <laughs> Something about how like no, I can't even I can't even come up yeah, with it because all so, I could think was the sex one. Yeah, it's so counterintuitive. It's like so counterintuitive and strange. Well, uh, and the best part is that he makes it sound like he was friends with Freddie Mercury, and that like with Freddie Mercury he like fucked a lot of people. But like yeah. I like the fact that both of us jumped to he fucked Freddie Mercury for sure. Like I mean, oh. <laughs> anyway. but um, yeah, Josh Groban then- hits on Sue a little bit. Well, Olivia Newton-John likes oral intensity because they did Olivia yeah, Newton-John songs. Her. And then Josh Groban uh, talks about how he likes the New Directions because they had a lot of heart. But before yes. he gets to that, he says, I have two questions. One, to Sue, he says, one, are you single? Which, yeah, I mean, Josh Groban likes his ladies to pop. You I know? knew and you were going to say that. <laughs> Sue pops. <laughs> Um, but what, yeah, what's his other question? I can't remember. I didn't write um, it down. What, I was too, I was too, um, excited about making a always sunny reference. <laughs> he, he says, uh, uh, what about those new directions though? Um, or something yeah. along those lines. Uh, he, he talks about how they have a lot of heart. This yeah. Is the second time we've heard that like phrasing in yeah. the past, like five well, minutes. Maggie, which, it's because the uh, other groups, the other groups claim uh, the other elements already. <laughs> Vocal adrenaline, fire. <laughs> Oral intensity, air, I guess. I don't know. Um, but yeah, Olivia Newton-John goes to town on how shitty the new directions are. She, yeah, like, she talks about how brunettes have no place in show business. Yes. Uh, because Josh Groban makes some like comment about Rachel. Yes. And um, yeah, Olivia Newton-John just... She talks about how their costumes are bad. Maybe they're from a poor school. Yes. It's like... Wait, their their costumes are fine. This is another like Glee. Stop lying. Stop yeah. it. Well, it's because Maggie. I, I think it's one of those things again. I'm getting more and more convinced that the show, like when we watch the show, yeah. we're being shown like an idealistic version that isn't yes. reality. That like yeah. the we're reality not, of we're things. We're not seeing the in. We're not seeing the in universe reality. Right. We're exactly. Seeing, we are seeing something that is not. The story's reality, which exactly. is bonkers. Like, do you realize how out of out of this world bonkers that is? That is not how shows should work. Because, like, that explains so much more about the things like not knowing how old Sue is. Because, like, who the fuck knows anymore? Uh huh. <laughs> like, and then- not knowing how old Sue is, being told that things are bad when we when, when can good. objectively yeah. say they're not. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I think this falls right. That like their costumes, maybe they're up there in like burlap sacks. Who knows? We're, we're giving this no. This this is us giving the show too much credit. The writing's just bad. The writing's just bad. Yeah, that's the fair. writing is just full of lies. <laughs> anyway, um, the judges end up turning on Sue. Uh, yes, they all yeah. sort of gang up on how she's like a faux celebrity, and it's, yes. they don't say anything to Rod. Uh, no, well, that's and that's the fun part is like Olivia brings up the fact that she and Josh Groban live in L.A., which apparently makes them real celebrities. Uh-huh. Um, but like. I do love how it turns very quickly from them shitting on the new directions for being terrible to shitting on Sue for being from the same school as the it new is directions. Some, yeah, it is like, some real real wizardry here because like, the scene turns 
quickly. Well, it, it's mostly, I, I honestly, it might be because Sue actually stands up for them a little bit. She does she's a like, little bit. Hey, well, she's like, like she's like, hey, like these kids are trying. Like yeah. just because they just because they don't have as much money doesn't mean that they're not good. Yeah, um, and then Olivia Newton John is like, well, when I was a kid, I already had my own band, and when Josh was a kid, he was on the Mickey Mouse Club or something. <laughs> <laughs> um. What's another? What's 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 something else from the scene? Is there anything else? I don't I think feel so. Like there's not too yeah, much it, else. We get the feeling is... that like Sue is unsure of her place. Yeah, the, she this... she gets very defensive. Also, it is very questionable why on earth they don't turn on Rod because he's yeah. not a celebrity either. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, I feel like there's some more like fun Josh Groban quips because Josh Groban is a good guest on any show yeah. that I've seen him on. He's you know like light and funny. Sure. Um. Yeah. That's it. Next yep. is the clubs on stage. We see yes. the uh the new directions in vocal adrenaline separated by oral intensity. Uh, yep. The oral intensity are wearing like white. Uh, yeah, they're wearing like white angel costumes, kind of. Sort like, of. It's I- weird. I initially thought that they were like a, um, like a church. Yeah. School. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but uh, uh, anyway, yeah, that's everyone... not a thing. They they're like a Christian school. You got me. Yeah, anyway, I know. Anyway, um, the, they all, uh, they're all excited, and then Sue comes out and with the judges. Yeah, the, ju- the judges come out. Sue's on mic, yep. and we get some uh, drum drum bits underneath. You know yeah. the the Glee tension music that is. Yep. Uh, some interspersal snare. Yeah, uh, and then yeah, it, it usually it usually does some like snare, and then it cuts right when the tension is starting to peak. Um, yeah, so that it's completely silent. Well, yeah. first we find out that um, oral intensity are the runners up. Yep, and then okay, I made a note here. Let's not kid ourselves. Like they lost. No. at that point, like no, you there's no. They try to play it up, but like... Even when I saw this show the first time, I was like, okay, if Oral Intensity is second, then they lost. Exactly. Like, Like the show tries to play it up for tension, that it's like, oh, maybe they beat Vocal Adrenaline. But it's like, no, there's no way in hell Vocal Adrenaline lost. Vocal Adrenaline is not third. Exactly. They're they're, they're national champions. Exactly. Three years in a fucking row. They did not get third at regionals. That's not how this works. No, um, yeah, Especially it does. Especially after the performances that we saw, like exactly what? Yeah, um, yeah. So like, I, I mean, the episode tries like the the direction is trying to play up that like, oh, it could be either one of no, them, and then of course they they lose. Then um, it's slow mo. It goes into slow mo after Sue announces that Vocal Adrenaline won, yeah. um, and there's some again some gentle piano music playing underneath as. All of gentle all piano. Of, all, well, that's what it said in the subtitles: G- is yes, gentle piano g- music g- plays. <laughs> gentle, sad piano. As we we pan across the faces of our intrepid uh, party members, yeah, sad. Well, and the weird thing is, since they're all on stage still, all of the because for some reason, oral intensity left the stage after they got their trophy. Yeah. Um, but vocal adrenaline is still there, and they keep staring at the Glee Club. Yeah, like, Jesse does. Okay, the third, the thirty-something female lead is back for this. Yeah, scene, by the way. Anyway, Jesse does uh, look at 
Rachel, I guess. Yeah. And it's sort of like, <laughs> look at me. And it's like, okay, dude, one, uh, you broke up with her. You left the school seemingly for no reason. Um, right. You bit, you were lying to her the entire time well, uh, because your quote unquote but, mentor told you to befriend slash seduce her. Yeah. And then you broke an egg on her forehead. You crushed an egg on her head like a week ago. Like, right. Well, why are you just such a, a horrible person suddenly? It doesn't well, make any sense. I mean, to be fair, I feel like it does actually line up with this character because this it's is the same does. person who was willing to, <laughs> like, trick someone yeah. into a relationship because he so thought it would to, be a good acting yeah, exercise. Yeah, to practice like, his acting. Right. Uh, so, I mean, like, I feel like that's pretty in line, but it was still shitty. Shithead. Like, I just didn't want to see it. Um, but yeah, let's uh, move along here. The The next scene is, I titled The Babe, because we're in the hospital. The babe with the power. Exactly. Quinn and Puck are looking at the babies in a very typical, like, hospital. All the babies are in a room by themselves because yep. of reasons. Um, and they're looking through, like, a window at the yeah. babies. You know, it's Which, TV. Yeah, uh, Puck, Puck says she looks like you, and I have to argue, I don't think so. But it's mostly because... isn't that kind of an insult? <laughs> you look like a baby. Um, also... All babies look the same, which is all, not yeah. like adults. Like all ba- all babies look like babies. Exactly. That's that's my thing. When I was watching it the first time for funsies, I was like, "This is not how." Like, no, babies <laughs> look like babies. And like, I to be fair, I think it's fair to say that people are willing to be like, "Oh, you're the mom." Like, "Oh yeah, it totally yeah. looks like you," because it's like you know that that's the mom, so a, you can it's pretend just a thing like to say. It's a thing to yeah. say. But anyway, um, Puck tells Quinn that he loves her. Well, because um, Quinn asked, did you love me? Right. Puck says, yes. And especially now. now. Yeah. Especially now. Um, and Quinn seems touched. Yeah. Uh, next. Uh, well, Shelby the arrives. Scene, Shelby yeah. arrives. Uh, and she's like, oh, a baby. And it looks Quinn, like you. Oh, you're here. <laughs> Hello. Um, and that's the end of it. Well, Puck Puck reveals the baby's name to Shelby, it's which Beth. is Beth. Yeah. Yep. Like uh, we, you, you remember they sang the Beth song. Yeah. Beth. They. Yeah. Um. So the next scene is I I love it. So we see <laughs> through the windows into Figgins's office because you'll remember that Figgins's office actually ha- like has a wall that's all window. It's um, yeah. It's kind of like a little fish tank, a little yeah. atrium. Yeah. So we see in there that Emma is screaming. Yeah, at Figgins about how he's a terrible educator. She, her, she's full body screaming about how he's a bad principal and a bad educator. Uh, yes. And then we see her dash storm out, out of yeah, like, down, yeah. Uh, storm out for realsies. She doesn't kick a chair, but you know the vibe is there. And <laughs> uh, Will, Will catches her. Yeah, catches up with her. And uh, Emma's upset because how could he do this to those kids? Yep. The choir room's been given to the Mach UN, which yep. I do want to say, like, why do they need ones a room? deserve space, too. Well, I mean, but, like, why do they need a whole room to themselves? Yeah, yeah, also, where's the, like a classroom? where's the budget for the Mach UN coming from? I, yeah, I don't know. Where's the <laughs> like, budget for the, uh, for the ballet club, Sam? <laughs> I don't know. Where's the Why budget is... for Glee Club? I thought it was out of Will's pocket. Will's, 
Will's pocket. Yeah. There's a there's a line from Emma in this scene where she's like, and where's all that money? Like Sue did this to you, and where's all that money going into her pocket? And it's like the sixty dollars <laughs> that Will is paying a month is going to Sue. Maybe. Now? Yeah. Maybe uh, Will has to contribute sixty dollars to the Cheerios budget. The show now. is such bullshit. Uh, well, yeah. So she yells at him for giving up um, because he Will, he's kind of like, well, we lost. Like, we didn't yeah. meet the weird random con- terms of the deal. So we don't get the thing that we wanted. Um, and but Will Emma's, turns, yeah. the, turns the situation um, to uh, a more selfish route. <laughs> That's exactly. Yes, exactly. Yes. Uh. And he um, he's like, oh, are you doing this for the kids or for something else? And she's like. No, I'm doing this for the children because right. I'm a teacher. And uh, Will professes his love to Emma and kisses he, her. He grabs her first he and then says that he loves her. Seems well, to think that that means that he gets something. Yeah, that's Will's move is to grab Emma and kiss her. If yeah. you remember, the last time he did this, she compared it to Pearl Harbor. Right, yeah, so she's exactly. obviously not a fan. no. Of um, this thing that is happening to her. Yeah, my biggest issue when I watch this is that he says, I love you, and then mm. has this look on his face that it looks like he... And oh, well, he says, I love you. There I said it. And I'm like... Yeah, there I said mm, it. I don't care not, about the dentist. That's not how... That's not how this no. works. Like you don't you don't get something because you said that. Like it doesn't well, mean anything. Will doesn't know how to do adult relationships. We've talked right. about it before. Yeah. He was he was with Terry since he was fifteen. He's in Arrested Development. He works at the same place he went to high school. He yeah. is a fifteen year old boy. He is right. Yeah, he thinks if he says the L word, that means he gets the poon. So uh, um, Rachel <laughs> com- <laughs> comes down the hallway. <laughs> Yes. Uh, to end this, to, Thank to God. put us out of our misery, she summons Will to the auditorium. Yes. Then we see Matt Rutherford. Yeah. Line. His second line ever. It's Probably li- last it's one. His last. Yep. Um, yeah. He everyone. Says, yeah. Go for it. He says, "Before this year, I was just a football player." And after so this year, you you'll still be just a football player. Um, That's right. Yeah. So everyone kind of says where they were before Glee Club. Um, yeah which some of them it's like kind of like a confessional and some of them it's kind of just a statement of fact because mercedes is like i was a closeted diva and tina was like i had a stutter um (laughs) quinn is like i was head of the cheerios and i'm like (laughs) yeah (laughs) well because my first note was everyone admits their like secret from from the before times but that's like some of them it's just not like not a secret um kurt says uh, i wasn't living as my Honest, true self yeah. yeah and uh santana says i hated everyone in this club <laughs> mike uh says that he would only dance in his room which is like yeah that's oh, a little sad mike yeah <laughs> i love mike and yeah. um Artie says he never kissed a girl um looks at tina a little bit and yeah. then rachel says and i was getting slushied and finally is that everyone did we miss somebody? Uh, Finn probably said something, but I don't... Oh, he said he Who? didn't have a father. Yeah, no, I was going to end up... I was going to end oh, on Finn. Sorry. Finn says, I didn't have a father. And then he talks about how he didn't have anyone to teach him how to be a man. <laughs> or to play catch with, I guess. Well, okay, so here's the thing. Like, I've expressed how much I hate when yeah. people compliment Will before, but yeah, like no. this... That's what Yikes. this whole... 
<laughs> is like yikes a roni yikes it's bad <laughs> i do have a question though is because he it's implied that finn's father figure is will yes because he's saying this to will well but he, yeah, it's Bert. never set out right and is it Bert? <laughs> <laughs> that was my first thought when he's like i didn't have a father i'm like he has Bert, Bert. now like Bert's your dad but the issue is i think it's implied that he's talking about will because then rachel has a line about how we won because we had you as a teacher which it i was like be, it might be implying that he's talking about will but i'm gonna infer that he's talking about bert <laughs> okay fair enough they um, sing to sir with well, love wait 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 there's one line that i okay so, <laughs> so mercedes says a little bit where she's like like uh you are Glee Club. She's talking to Will. She's like, you are oh, Glee no. Club. <laughs> You're in all of us now. No. Which I was like, no. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, Don't say that. It's bad. <laughs> at first, I, I was... Want... Get him out. When I, when I was thinking about this earlier today, I was going to say, yeah, there's some part in this scene where it's like, Mercedes is like, you were inside all of us, um, but like, whatever. <laughs> Ugh. Uh, the Chisar with Love performance is, I mean, I'm not a big fan of the song. Yeah, agreed. Um, it's not a good song. Also, the performance feels strained because there's a lot of uh, more crying without tears. Yeah, like there's a, everyone, literally everyone in the scene is crying. So that's fun. Um, but it really just looks like they have pained looks on their faces. Yeah, um, well, you can see they drizzled like one drop on everyone's cheeks. <laughs> it's like, so, okay, everybody, gather around. <laughs> get your tear. <laughs> we're getting the, we're putting the clear eyes on your cheeks. Um, there are, the lead does move around the group, which is nice. Um, yeah. We do have a little bit with Santana specifically is the one I Love wrote it. down. Love it. But um, yeah, every everyone's time, crying. Every yeah. time Santana gets to sing, I'm just, I love it. But it's yes. so not often. So not yeah, often. Yeah, it's true. Well, at least not in the first season. I feel like it changes. Um, it does. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, we'll get more Santana that. soon. Um, but yeah, and then we see Sue creeping in the background, as is per usual for either Sue or Shu. And um, uh, her her eyes are a little moist. Yeah, which a- I thought she didn't have tear ducts. Yeah, Jane Lynch seems the most genuine yeah, <laughs> out of true. all to, actors in this scene. <laughs> to be fair, she has the most experience, for sure. I guess, um, yeah. But also, yeah, like, she does actually have like a great... Her age? Sam, she's no, 30. No, it's, it's a comment on her talent. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, it's, she, uh, she has, she is, she's crying too. Um, and it looks like she is actually legitimately feeling something, which is nice. Then we jump to the next scene. I mean, yes. she might be feeling something, but I know I wasn't. <laughs> Coming to the next scene. I was just feeling uh, mad. Um, <laughs> we see Sue in the choir room and she yes. opens up, uh, the dialogue with it's as barren as me in here will yeah will is packing up a box and yes. it, there's like a there's like a ceramic horse or something that he's putting yeah. in this box. it's weird yeah. uh, and sue uh we end up finding out that sue um put vocal adrenaline third and new directions first we don't yes. see well, this uh like will doesn't yeah. find out we see it like you know as a flashback uh, yeah as kind a of. flashback just just for us and yeah. uh, the nub and gist of the scene, there's a big long Sue speech. 
Yep. Um, and uh, we find out that she talked to Figgins and convinced him to let Glee Club stick around for another year. Yep. Yeah. So, um, just we had another couple fun um, Sue quips. She talks about how she doesn't let's, want yeah, to shake him. Will's hand because she doesn't want to. I oh, quote, ca- catch, catch poor. The poor. Yeah. She's like, I've seen the car you drive. I don't want to catch poor. Um, <laughs> um, uh, the sound or sound design in the s- flashback scene is really good. Again, we have more of the um, gentle piano music that plays when you know a like emotional thing is happening yeah um, and sue walks around um what she's done by saying like i i voted uh as true as i possibly could or yep. something like that yeah uh, um you know during the monologue she criticizes will for his trite platitudes so this is what i was talking yep. about before um she openly <laughs> criticizes will for his hair and then says something along like your all of your speeches are trite plat are full of trite platitudes to your ill-shapen students don't agree with that last part so much but like that's one of the I reasons mean, i hate to, will i feel like you probably hate the end of this speech because sue ends it by saying you're a good teacher will and yeah. i appreciate what you're doing for these kids yeah the issue is so yeah um i like it because i like sue and yeah. i think it shows that sue is a good teacher and that like for some reason, this show wants us to think that Sue is a very bad teacher, but everything yep. I've ever seen indicates that she is a very good teacher. So I think that this except, scene helps except to... Except yeah. for when she was pressuring Mercedes about her weight. Right, yeah. That, I'm not that done with that. Was, no. Um, but, uh, yeah, she... I don't know. It, most of it, though, like, yeah, she she says, I've proven that I can destroy the Glee Club, but yeah. what kind of world would it be without having a glee club for me to destroy or something yeah, along those lines I guess it's, yeah it's uh, yeah it's convoluted it's <laughs> yeah it's we, basically reasoning uh because sue's the one who has the power to keep the club around because she's yes. still blackmailing figgins well um, yeah she uses up her blackmail for this because yes. figgins says i will i'll just tell my wife that we slept together that's like I, i'm tired of you holding it over me and sue is like i'll never bring it up again but Glee Club gets another year. Yep. So. And. Uh, yeah. And then she does say, you're a good teacher, Will. I wrote that down. I hate it. It's dumb. <laughs> it's. I mean, it's. this is just Glee lying to us again. Yeah. You know? It's just Glee lying. Because. No, the, Maggie. I mean, it's that a, was the whole last scene was just praising Will. Yep. For like. Wait, maybe. Ugh. Maggie. The recap is voiced by young Will. Maybe <gasps> this future. <laughs> is young will's imagining of what it would be like if he ran like if he ran the glee club and so for him like all of this like weird random praise that happens for will all the time is because he's making it up for himself yeah like he's just he's just coming up with it because it's will who's thinking it no yeah i love this anyway this is the the prolonged fever dream of a 15 year old will yes um the let's let's finish up the episode um so Shoe tells yeah, Glee we Club. Yeah, we open back in the choir room, but it's full of the new directions this time. Yep. And uh, they don't hold it. They they also want to finish the episode out. <laughs> so yeah. they don't well, hold it over us for too long. And Will's but, like, well, everyone, we, we got, got another, another year. year. <laughs> yeah. So, well, so here's the thing, though. Were they just sitting there before? Like, <laughs> like I... how long were they just sitting there before Will's well, like, oh, by the way. 
you guys can all not be sad anymore. Well, like, they must have. They, I, this is probably like the last Glee Club meeting of the year. I sure. Guess. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Um, uh, but like, I just, I just thought it was weird because like, that's like one of those scenes that you don't really see. Like, they wouldn't show on television, but it's like, yeah. Like what? So they all just showed up for class, and they all just sat there. Because they were sad about the fact well, that they're not going to have Glee Club anymore. We've about how, like the mystery of how their meetings work. Like, do they have after <laughs> yeah. school is meetings? It, is is it a, a class during the day? Yeah. Like, we don't yeah. know. Because if there was a period uh, during the day, I wouldn't think it would be that hard to convince people to join Glee Club because that's like a not class. Like that is yeah. very much like they don't do anything. Their homework assignments are singing songs like, and they don't <laughs> get grades and they don't seem to get in trouble for not doing it. Like but Matt Rutherford pretty, hasn't done a fucking assignment all year. Like you have to be pretty and he's good still graduating. So there yeah. is that. That's true. Uh, um, well, maybe it could just be a, an illusion. Maybe they're really bad. <laughs> anyway, um, everyone gets really excited about the fact they get another year. Um, Rachel tries to start prepping them for next year, of course, because that's what she does. Um, and then oh, she... And, uh, oh, yeah. Rachel also hugs Will. Yeah, it's... I didn't want to note that. She, well, she she goes between his open legs. Ew. They're, they're like, their entire, like, front. We had, we had an arc pressed. about how this is not appropriate. Like, yes. Will needs to <sighs> Will needs to stop touching young girls. Agreed. It's, it's not good. Um and finally the episode closes out with Will repaying the favor and singing to the Glee Club uh along with Puck, which yes. makes me wonder, did Puck know that they're getting another he, year or <laughs> I guess or did she like cuz she told him that the song had had to tell him what the song was so he would know the chord progression, right? Like Yeah. Also, anyway, like they they probably played it through like at least once. No, that's not how Glee works. Um, but that's anyway, not, they yeah, sing. That's not how Glee works. They sing somewhere over the rainbow. Shu plays the ukulele and Puck plays the guitar. Um, I just had a question. Inoffensive. Yeah, is this <laughs> is this before everyone realized the ukulele was? And I put this in quotes. Kooky. Like, oh no. Because <laughs> like, because like, I feel like wow. nowadays, like. It's not adorable. Yeah, ukuleles well, aren't mean, really Zoe, like. Zoe Deschanel was playing the ukulele exactly. in like 2007. Like it's okay. not like it's yeah. not like it's radical. Yeah, but like I feel like there's I feel like ukuleles have had their heyday of being because like guitars guitars had their like slope of being like everyone's like oh if you play guitar you're cool and nowadays people are no, like it's still cool to play like guitar. you play guitar you're cool but you're also a douche like. You I are. feel I like mean, ukuleles have taken are, the same the same you route. You are like doing a long speech and then playing Wonderwall, but uh, <laughs> like it's cool you can play the guitar, yeah, but like you're a douche. Are, are kind of they're kind of quirky. So we need to stop. Let's uh, let's do the podcast business. Okay. Well, let's just um, the the other note that I had just for this end of the se- the end of the episode. Shelby, we mm. do see Shelby adopting Beth um, do we? during this scene. Yeah, she. I wasn't there is paying that much attention. Yep, yep. She adopts Beth, and uh, the lady's like, "What's her name?" And she's like, "It's Beth." Um, but yeah, so uh, I I also noted the whole episode has just been shots of two characters wordlessly interacting in response to <laughs> someone doing something. Like that is a thing. <laughs> it's literally been 
every song in this episode besides the ones that were at regionals has just been like two characters like looking at each other or like touching each other like it's weird anyway <laughs> um yeah it ends us on it ends on will's face to remind us who the real hero is and that's it that's the whole finale um and thank god we're gonna be moving away from will centered plot lines thank god from now on thank god well, yeah Anyway, um, yeah, let's get to the podcast business. Podcast business. Podcast business. It's podcast business. Podcast Inoffensive. Business. Take it away, Rachel. But it's a metaphor. And metaphors are important. Gold stars are a metaphor for me being a star. <laughs> Do you want to go I, first? I, you, know, you know what I aim for in my performances, in my small little vocal performances? Inoffensiveness? Offensiveness. No, offensiveness continuity uh, <laughs> yeah just to show show off how glee doesn't have it uh um, yeah. yeah uh my gold star for this episode that's i mean that's an interesting right thing to ask i had this problem last night when i watched the episode <laughs> so um my mm, you you know what you can go first okay <laughs> um I it's nice. I have some time so you can think about it. Um so I'm giving my gold star to Emma and mm. it's because oh, yeah, I, was, I was thinking she, about Emma. Yeah, she has the scene where she yells at Will for giving up. And last night I watched this episode to take notes. Before I watched it, I was in like a real like dour place um sure. because there is some real bullshit things happening in our country right now. Sure. Which everyone knows that, but like they yeah, are. I mean, we were we were having a textual conversation about the apocalypse, and while you yes. were watching the episode, you were like, "Bring, bring it on!" It's like, yeah, whoa, that's because... that's dark. <laughs> well, it's it's mostly because um, the there's some political stuff, and like it just I felt like I couldn't do anything. You know, I felt mm-hmm. powerless and I felt hopeless. Sure. And then Emma has the scene where she yells at Will, and holy shit, like. It was exactly what I needed to see because yeah, Emma. Yeah, there's the scene. Yeah, she she fights against the man in this exactly, episode. and she's like because Will's like, oh, it's already over. Like we can't do anything. She's like, it's never over. Like you can <laughs> always. And I was like, oh my god, this is kooky. Um, <laughs> but and anyway, then she yeah. also screams at Figgins later too. Well, before that, yeah. No, it's it's great. I I love Emma. I gave Emma, I think, a gold star on the very first episode. So like. It's nice Screw to have it. some like, symmetry. Yeah. Yeah. Just like Glee, uh, it's a callback. Uh, <laughs> yikes. <laughs> um, and then my other, I had a like secondary that I also wanted to call out, mm-hmm. which is Sue. Like, I love yeah. Sue. This episode showcases that she's a good educator and that she has a kind heart. Like, she's a good person deep down or whatever. So I, I, I said, w- I w- yeah. Okay. So I could give it to Sue. I could give it to um to Emma. Emma. Yeah. But I mean I think like my two choices are either Emma or abstaining. That's that's <laughs> where I'm at. I mean because we haven't we haven't done an abstaining yet, so I know. um it's just like this this episode is it jumps around a lot. The main per- the person who gets the most screen time and the most focus of the story is Will, which is horrendous. Not, it's yeah. bad. It's horrendous. Yes, and um, I don't know. Like uh, the interactions that people do have seem 
in ingenuine and yep. poorly acted, except for the ones between Sue and Will to a certain extent because yep. Sue is in them, and the ones between Emma and Will to a certain extent because Emma is in them. Right. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I I, I think I'm going to abstain because okay. the sure. the episode jumps it like it it jumps around from plotline to from character to character too much for there to be really a standout star for me. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay. Um yeah, so for best number, um I picked any way you want it slash love and touch and squeeze in. All right. <laughs> mostly because like there are some fun dance moves with groping yeah, in them. Yeah, exactly. And also like I think when I was in college, the marching or the pep band I was in had Any Way You Want It as a pep band song. Sure. And it's fun. You know, it's a fun, inoffensive song. So. Yeah. yeah. They, they they do seem to be having a good time while they're performing that journey medley, I guess. Yeah. Well, I'm going to pick Vocal Adrenaline's Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. That's honestly, that's the only other song I would consider for this episode. Because I hate. It, yeah. I hate yeah. everything else. Uh, to start with love is uncomfortable because the crying feels forced yep and well the and whole, the song the is bad scene, like yeah the whole scene feels forced and uh the um let's see what what are the other ones there's Summer uh, over the rainbow, Summer the rainbow I, which, which feels um yeah. it feels like a douche pulled out his guitar or his ukulele yeah, like, in a party and like he's placating to us somehow i'm yeah mm, mm, i'm no no, thanks. Um, and then there's Don't Stop Believing, your favorite. And there's uh, Faithfully, which we already talked about how we the don't breeders. like how the breeders. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think, honestly, that's all of the songs Is in this episode. Is that all the songs? Yeah. Damn. You'd think they're, like, they just shoved them all together. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm going to pick the vocal adrenaline number because yep. it's the last time we're going to see Jonathan Groff really perform. Uh, okay. Cause sure. Jesse is going to nationals and then graduating and we don't get to see those things. Yep. So, um, yeah. do you also, I, I can, I'm guessing you also really liked the juxtaposition with, uh, Quinn's birth. Um, giving. that is, a, that's a strong way to phrase it. <laughs> I, I mean, I find the choice, the artistic choice interesting, <laughs> Sure. I'm not sure it really um, plays off the way that they were aiming it to, uh, because it didn't sure. really make me feel a lot anything. Well, what is it supposed to make you feel though? Because I think it's for supposed me, to tension? No. What do you? What do you think? It, it just you made think? me feel laugh like it was funny. humor. It was humorous. <laughs> it, was, it was hilarious. It was like, sort of comedic. So. Because, yeah, because I don't Quinn know. says some like some stuff that doesn't make any sense. Exactly. Uh, Which then again, like I know we we were talking about the let me go stuff doesn't make any sense, but yes. like maybe when you're just like in that much pain, like you just say uh, we whatever. Need, we need to stop making making excuses for this show. True, we're Brent in a bad Belichick relationship. Doesn't deserve it. Uh, no. Speaking of, let's get to the rating. Let's get um, to the rating. I'm gonna I'm gonna slush you this I'm gonna slush you this episode. I'm gonna do it three times because Oh dude, same like yeah, it's the there's literally the scene with Emma is a good one. Yep. The scenes with Sue are good. 
and that's about it. Like, yep. the songs are fine. They're just meh. They're not good enough to pull it out of the gutter of yeah. mediocrity. So, so I'm also going to slushy it uh, three times, uh, maybe three and a half, actually. Okay. Because, I mean, we got horny for it. We were ready for regionals. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, then they they give us these songs that are garbage, banal, and yeah. overplayed. Which, yeah, they they've... They've shown throughout this season, especially this back half of the season, that the Glee Club can do all sorts of things. And then what do they do? Exactly what they started with, which none of us wanted. Why? That. Why? We're we're back to the fucking beginning. I'm I'm done. I'm over it. I'm over it. it's, It's like how bad sitcoms are, like where every episode, everything is the same. Except this case, it's a season. Where everything yeah. is pretty much the same at the end that it was at the beginning. So yeah. So yeah, the the songs are um, not good in my opinion, yep. and uh, it, it's not that they're not good. It's just that they're nothing. Not great. You know? They're not. They're not. They're, they're not as. Gr- they're not as great as they should have been. We yeah, were ready for regionals. We were ready for like a fantastic performance, and yes. all we got was, meh. You know, meh. Yeah. We got meh, and then we just have self-congratulatory Yeah, exactly. Because exactly. when they're congratulating Will, they're congratulating the show. They're exactly. like basically beating themselves off in our face. <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't enjoy the, the explosive conclusion? Um, no. Yeah, I, I just... I think really part of it for me is honestly that whole scene was just so overwhelmingly offensive to me about the fact that like sure. will is getting all of these you, accolades change my life will i love you we well, all ex- love you we're so glad you didn't become an accountant except like the problem is that like and that's the thing is i think you know we get we get a little silly and we talk about how like will shouldn't touch children which he, he shouldn't, shouldn't though but um but like the show doesn't even i don't know it's just not fair it's just not not, good it's not it's not it's not well written it's just it's bad bad. sam we hate it (laughs) yeah that's right we hate glee um (laughs) speaking of uh i'm not sure what we're gonna do next week we could just jump straight into season two i think we should uh because i'm ready for season two Rachel has bangs okay i'm ready for it sure um because and there's not really uh, I don't There's think really, anything yeah. happened between season one and two. There was the Glee project happened after, after season, season two, two yeah. and oh. the Glee movie happened after season two as well. Okay, so yeah, I was thinking, I, I was thinking we might do some kind of like recap to like go over like what the best episode was and like how we, we rated stuff. It, it'll probably just be a quick episode if we do that because yeah, we, we won't could have do a lot like of forty-five minute episode after this monster of a um, yeah of a finale. Exactly. Um, so, yeah. Uh, but in the meantime, if you want to contact us and let us know how you felt about season one of Glee, um, you can reach us at on Facebook at SNM Hate Glee. Or, well, Facebook.com slash SNM Hate Glee. That's right. Or you can hit us up on Twitter at SNM Hate Glee. Uh, what else? Uh, email. We might, yeah. yeah, you can email us at SNM Hate Glee at gmail.com. We might start an Instagram yeah, so, we talked about that. We talked about that in quotes last week, which for us 
in real time was a couple days ago. So like, don't worry about it. It's fine. We might. Who knows? Um, Wait. yeah. And then uh, I don't know. I don't think I have anything else at the moment. Um, I'm yeah, excited. I think that's, I think that's I'm excited that we I... finished season one and we yeah, we, we unlocked the true one. secret. We we figured out what is happening, at least for season <laughs> one, which is that it's all Will's young Will's fantasy about what <laughs> it's all, could be. It's all it's all um young Will's fantasy, but we're not seeing the in fiction reality. Exactly. <laughs> also, also, yeah. Well, that, the, that, I feel like those might have to be separate because together, parts it of the show are no non-diegetic. <laughs> because you know what that you know what that means, right? Is that Will's fantasy? He knows that mm-hmm. it's actually shittier than yes. what he's actually fantasizing. Which is but he's wow, still, that is so roundabout. That is wow. Okay, he's still pretending it's amazing. It's intense. <laughs> oh, anyway, yeah, that's. I'll, I, it's given me a lot to think about going forward. It, me too. I'm excited for season two. We're gonna yes. get Darren uh, Chris. Darren yes, Chris. Darren, Darren Chris is gonna be on the show. Get ready, everybody. Darren Chris is gonna be on the show. Also, I Gird think more Santana loins. stuff. Uh, hopefully, yeah, more Santana. Finally, uh, more yeah. Britney. Also, because oh, yeah, yep. there's Cause, yeah. The Britney episode, the Britney episode, uh, as in Britney Spears, yes. is coming up in the first few episodes of season two as well. So, yes, good okay. things to look forward to. Yeah, awesome. Well, while we're while we start getting to that, um, I've been Sam, and I've been Maggie, and we Hakley from the top. Ba, da, da, ba, 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 da, ba,